0: Journaling is a powerful tool I have used to transform my life. In today's podcast, I want to share with you some of the benefits of journaling and hopefully inspire you to journal yourself. So let's get started. Welcome to the Dental Life Podcast, where we explore how you can have both a successful career and a meaningful personal life in and outside of your practices without sacrificing one for the other. I'm your host, Beth Heilman, former dental office manager turned certified life and health coach, and I'm here to help you navigate the challenges and opportunities that come from being a dental professional. Let's get started. Several years ago, when I had first had the nudge that I wanted to transition out of our practice and start coaching, I was afraid to tell anyone—not even my husband. Honestly, I was hesitant to admit it to myself, much less anyone else. But then we made the decision to sell the practice, and I couldn't tell anyone for a while—not even my children. It was. Forger. What I discovered in that process was my journal was the perfect, safe place to share the deepest personal thoughts I had and the ideas of all of that. But some of us have a resistance around journaling. I know I did for years. Well, let me say, a formal journaling process is what I avoided, even though I really wanted to do it. At first, it was the struggle to find the right journal. You know, the perfect size, cute cover, just the right weight of paper, lined, unlined was all the requirement. And I bought so many journals, but I did not write a single word in a lot of them. I just didn't understand the power behind the process. But interestingly, I have kept a notebook that I would write in throughout the day. And recently, I stumbled upon a YouTube video where it turns out it has a name, Commonplace Journaling. It's just a common place you keep information. I had done that for years, 15 years or more. I did that personally and in our practice. In fact, each team member in our practice had a notebook that they would keep at their place at the break room table. I would write down notes from podcasts in there or videos that I would watch, books I read, quotes I wanted to remember, information like facts that I wanted to look up and know more about. I kept notes from phone calls, all kinds of things. I'd simply write the date on the front of that notebook and didn't think anything about it. I wasn't following a formal format or anything. But it was a tool that I would use to get stuff out of my head onto paper. I felt a sense of security knowing it was documented somewhere and I could always refer back to it. And there have been many times I have referred back to those notebooks. So it can be as simple as that, a 50-cent notebook from Walmart, or it can be a beautiful moleskin journal from a bookstore. It's fascinating when I go back and look at the dreams I wrote down in my journal years ago that are now my reality. I wonder whether those dreams would have ever come true had I not started journaling back those years ago. I really don't think so. So I wonder why do we not journal? I know most of us resist it for a lot of reasons. I think of it like that patient in your chair who doesn't want to see the photos on the screen when you pull out the intraoral camera. Some of the reasons that I have found that people avoid journaling is you think you're going to do it wrong. It's a common hesitation many people have when it comes to journaling, and that is the fear that they will get it wrong. You do find that perfect journal, and then you pick up your pen to sit down and write your first journal entry, but nothing comes out. You're afraid your words won't be profound enough and that your thoughts will come out all jumbled and messy. I'm speaking from a little personal experience when I share that with you. Listen. There is no such thing as getting journaling wrong. It's a personal and unique journey for everybody. I believe the magic of journaling lies in its imperfections. Your journal is just a reflection of your authentic self, complete with the quirks, the flaws, and those beautiful imperfections. It's not some essay you're going to turn in for a grade. It's simply a conversation with yourself. So don't let the fear of getting it wrong hold you back from the incredible benefits of journaling. Also, I think we don't even know what to write. You're eager to get your thoughts out onto paper, but suddenly you find yourself staring at this blank page. You're not sure what you're supposed to write, so you're paralyzed. Listen, that's normal. It's not a roadblock or a reason not to do it. Here are a few ideas that might help you overcome blank page syndrome. First of all, you might want to start with some prompts. A journal prompt is just a gentle nudge that helps you get your thoughts flowing. They're designed to spark your imagination. Some examples of a journal prompt or maybe a few core questions. What's going right today? What are some challenging areas I can tackle today? How can I create value and contribute to the world today? How are you doing? How can I make myself proud today? And then you can come up with some lists. Think of things you want to do, places you want to visit, people you want to get to know, things you are grateful for. Write those out in a list. Maybe you want to draw or doodle. If words fail you, let your creativity flow visually. Sketch or doodle your thoughts and feelings. I have a friend who only buys journals without mine because she loves to draw and doodle and sketch in hers. Maybe it's a quote. Starting with a powerful quote can kickstart your creative thoughts. So write down a meaningful quote and then reflect on why that resonates with you. Maybe you can just describe your day. Have a dear diary moment. What'd you do today? Who'd you hang out with? What stood out in this day for you? Maybe it's memories. Maybe you want to recall a childhood memory and write about that in detail. If I were to ask you, tell me your favorite thing about high school or what do you remember about high school? What do you remember about elementary school? Remember, your journal is your personal space. Embrace it as a canvas you fill with your thoughts, your feelings, and your dreams. I think another reason that people avoid journaling is we think it has to be perfect. Tell me I'm not the only one who used to think what I wrote in my journal had to be perfect, had this pressure to perform. And then it needed to be flawless because certainly someone was going to pick that up one day and judge the words on the page. Perfectionism is going to stifle your creativity. We get so focused on getting every word just right, we forget to explore new ideas or emotions or a different perspective. Look, That's only going to lead to procrastination and avoiding doing it all together. I had a huge shift when I realized my journal was a safe space for me to embrace my imperfections. And I realized that many years from now, my children, my grandchildren, they could leap through the pages of my journal. And they that journal could be the link between their past and their present self. They could have insight into how much I love and care for them that I celebrated their achievement. I worried about the challenges that they had. I cheered them on in all the big dreams they had for their future. It is part of my legacy now. I think another reason that we avoid journaling is we're hesitant to know what's really going on in our minds. It's like that dusty attic in your home. You're unsure of what's up there what cobweb skeletons might be lurking around up there. We're afraid to confront our inner thoughts. We're not sure what's there and that it it may reveal truths we're not ready to face. It requires us to be vulnerable with ourselves, like if we shared our deepest, darkest secrets with a friend, except that friend is a mirror of our own reflection. But look, journaling isn't about judgment. It's about awareness. You've got to be willing to be aware of what's going up there if you're ever going to get some authority over it. And sooner or later, you're going to have to deal with it. It's going to burst out. The same with your mind. If you don't slow down and take a look at what's up there, eventually you're going to be eligible for a episode of Hoarder's. So be willing to look at those thoughts up there without judgment. Instead, approach it with fascination and curiosity. Journaling can help you transform that uncertainty into clarity. You can go from self-doubt into self-acceptance and confidence. You open that attic door and wonder why I ever thought I needed to keep all this stuff. No, I need to get rid of it, donate it, or just throw it away. It's the same with your thoughts. I was working with a client recently who had started her career in dentistry 15 years ago. She started out as an assistant and now as an office manager. But during her first year as an assistant, the doctor she worked with told her she was terrible at her job. And here she is 15 years later, still holding on to that thought. Look, it's just like the stuff in that attic. It's time to throw it away. So I know this process can seem heavy if you're just starting out, but drop the judgment and just get started. You'd never criticize that stuff in your attic for hanging around. Don't do that with your thoughts either. Journaling is gonna lead you to a deeper connection with yourself. And I think another reason we avoid journaling is we go from a place of inspiration to obligation we place this self-imposed pressure and these high expectations around journaling that make it feel like a sense of duty rather than a choice we have to journal every single day for 20 minutes or we failed i've opened up my journal before and had that, that same thing happen. For a quick second, I thought, dang, the last time I wrote in here was 10 days ago. What am I thinking? I need to do better. Look, that's just your human brain at work. Be on to it. Journaling should never be an obligation. It's a beautiful, liberating, supportive act of self-expression and self-discovery. I want to encourage you to release those expectations from yourself. And the reason why is the benefits of journaling outweigh that so powerfully. Journaling is a fabulous tool of self-expression and a tool for improving our mental and emotional well-being. And it's all backed by science. It gives you an awareness of what you're thinking. If you've been around here any time at all, you know how important your thoughts are to create the exact life you want to live. Yet so many of us are unaware of what we are thinking because we don't slow down long enough to get curious about it. Imagine trying to create a treatment plan for a patient without radiographs. It's the same thing if you're trying to create a life without knowing what your thinking is because your thoughts are ultimately going to create your results. You have to know what's going on up there so you can understand why you have the results you have in your life. Once you have awareness about what you're thinking, you can then make decisions if those thoughts are serving you or not. You can start to try on new thoughts that may serve you better. Journaling helps you do that. It helps you see what you were thinking. And once you have that awareness, then you get some authority over those thoughts. That's what happened for me. I could see how my messy mind was creating the results that I had. They fragmented, overly dramatic, crazy pants thoughts. Journaling also helps you process emotions. I've been to putting together a new course and I am so stoked about it. But recently, it seemed like just out of the blue, I was feeling incredibly anxious in the middle of the day. And that's very unusual for me. I found myself struggling to focus on my work. My chest felt tight. It was as if I had 50 tabs open in my mind at once. So I grabbed my journal, headed outside to the patio, and just emptied all those thoughts swirling around in there and put them out on that paper. First of all, just the process of slowing down long enough to write on paper helped slow down those racing thoughts. It was just those few minutes I was able to see exactly which thoughts were producing that anxiety for me. You'll never get all this done. What if this content isn't good enough? This stuff is taking way too long. You should be faster by now. It was obvious when I saw those words written on paper why I was feeling so anxious. Before I started journaling, I would have just tried to push through those anxious feelings. Or I would have distracted myself with less timely tasks. Go grab a bag of chips and a Diet Coke or take a break and just quit. But in just those 10 minutes, I was able to question those thoughts. I knew they didn't serve me in the content I was trying to create. It's kind of like when you have an emergency patient and you take a quick PA to see what's going on in there. I knew there were so many other thoughts available to me to choose. And that's exactly what I did. But without getting those thoughts out of my mind onto paper, I would never have known that. I was able to choose better thoughts. Thoughts like, Beth, I know you're capable of putting this content out there. Remember that email you received this morning from your client? She was considering quitting her job. She needs this information you can deliver. Totally changed how I was feeling. All of a sudden, I felt extremely capable and energized to go back in and complete the task I was working on. It was like a cool mist to my brain. I was able to recognize without judgment that nothing had gone wrong. I was just having a human experience and could redirect my thoughts back to the path I wanted to be on. Journaling also helps with creativity. Studies show almost 60% of people who journal say it improves their ability to think creatively and to be inspired. Journaling can help chimp away those calcified thoughts in our minds and stimulate new thoughts, creative problem-solving, and generate new innovative ideas. I love to do what I call the 10 ideas exercise. You just write down 10 ideas about anything, What are 10 ideas I can come up with to create value for my clients today? What are 10 ideas I can think of to show up for my future self? What are 10 ways I can think about how I want my house to look? Can I think of 10 ideas to come up with to nourish my body on and off the plate? What are 10 ideas to have some fun? how can I show up for myself more? It doesn't mean you have to do any or all of them. It just helps you remember you have choices and you can use your creativity to think of them for yourself. So many times, just because we don't like the choices, we think we don't have any. Or we shut down our creativity by immediately saying, I don't know what to do. Journaling like this empowers your creativity and your inner wisdom to come up with solutions for yourself and live up to all you are capable of. You just got to ask your mind to come up with some answers. Listen, when you come up with ideas like that, it is so energizing. I've also noticed the more I journal and come up with ideas like that, the bigger my dreams and goals are. Also, journaling helps you be intentional. When you journal, you can consciously become the narrator of the story you are creating of your life. You have a more objective perspective on situations in your life. Then you can go about creating your day with intention. Instead of having your brain just wander through the day on autopilot, when you journal, you can sit down ahead of time and write out how you want to intentionally create your day. I like to write how I want to think that day, how I want to feel. What actions am I going to take fueled by those emotions? Are there some things I need to stop doing? It also helps you have a focus. Imagine if you got into your car for a trip across the country, but you only checked your GPS when you started out. That's how we often approach our dreams and goals. We declare them and may even have focus on them for a short time, but then we get off track and then we quietly quit on them. Journaling is a practice where we can stay focused on what it is we're trying to create. I think journaling also helps you reflect on the past and get a new perspective of it. You see how much you've grown, you notice the problems you thought were such a big deal in your past don't have as much weight now. I look back at some of the things I wrote down just a year ago that seemed like such a struggle. I see the growth that has happened because I committed that struggle to paper and worked it out. I know the future me has no problem with that situation anymore. I think journaling helps you to appreciate that slow growth process of your journey. Just like when you have radiographs of your patients and you compare them to see the advancement or an improvement of periodontal disease or their other dental problems, it encourages patients as you look back at earlier entries in your journal and the challenges you faced and see it as part of the growth process. As you read through those journals, you may start to connect the dots. You recognize patterns and themes and recurring thoughts or emotions you experience. It helps you see the bigger picture of your evolution and growth. And perhaps the most beautiful benefit of journaling is you get to know yourself. We spend very little time to truly get acquainted with ourselves on a deep, intimate level. We're consuming other people's thoughts all day and wonder why we don't know ourselves or love ourselves. Even if you're by yourself, you're not alone. You're spending time with all these other people on social media. I was recently at a networking event where they asked you to come introduce yourself to the other women in the room, but you couldn't talk about what you did in business. It was fascinating that so many of these women could not speak about themselves on that level. So think of the amount of time you spend in relationship to yourself and know you on an intimate level. How does that measure to the efforts that you put into getting to know other people, your partner, for example, or someone you're in a romantic relationship with? Would you be in that relationship if they were only willing to give you that same amount of time? Which, which leads me to my very favorite part of journaling, and that's to create my future self. My future self is the version of me who's living in the future with the dreams of everything I want to do, have, experience, and become. I love to imagine we're just sitting on the couch in the morning having a cup of coffee together discussing all these things. It's like, share your wisdom with me. I'm facing this situation today. What would you do? I'm thinking about doing this or that. Do you think that's the direction we should go? Or somebody said something to me the other day and it's been nagging at me. What do you think we should do about that? Do you get concerned about that? Imagine if you played out these conversations every single day. What impact would that create on your emotional life? The quality of your thoughts, the way you show up in the world, the progress you see as you go after those big dreams and goals. Talk about getting to know yourself. This is on a whole nother level and you get to create yourself, no more leaving it to chance. The life you dream up tomorrow is happening today. That petty stuff just doesn't matter anymore. Get to know yourself and what you want on that level. Journaling is a fabulous tool for that. So if you're experiencing negative emotion most of the time, if you find yourself settling for mediocre results in your life and tolerating behavior from yourself and others, that you don't really want to, if you have big goals, but aren't making the progress you'd like to in reaching them? If you want to feel more empowered in making decisions in building relationships and solving problems, I recommend you create a journaling practice for yourself. Don't try to be perfect at it. if you're like me, things are going to kind of be a bit messy in the beginning. In fact, just do a diary when you start out if you have to. It is so empowering now. I cannot imagine my life without it. I hope you have a beautiful week, my friend. Go grab a journal. Go grab a notebook. Get those thoughts in your mind out onto paper. Might be ugly at first. Just get started. I'll talk to you in next week's episode. Bye. Hey, have you had a chance to download your free copy of my mental hygiene checklist yet? Visit bethheilmancoaching.com to get your copy. It teaches you the practical skills you need to achieve the same level of excellent mental hygiene as your dental hygiene. Don't miss out on this valuable resource for both your personal and professional growth.